Hello, my name is Gary Shotton. I'm sitting here in the midst of my machine shop. We have uh, 65 employees, give or take a few. We have a $50,000 payroll every week. We have a little under $750,000 a month in sales. Uh, we're we're a, a thriving, ongoing company. We're in the middle of it. We're enjoying that. I enjoy being an owner of that. And I just want to talk to you about the subject of excellence. And you know, that's a good, nice, big word. It's all theoretical. It's all, hey, excellence. Well, I have to tap on to a local pastor that defined it this way, and I'll give him credit. Uh, he says, honoring, if you produce excellence, it honors God and inspires people. Wow, that sums it up. It honors God and inspires people. You see, I was just complimented here by a gentleman a few minutes ago about our workforce here. He said, you know, people here were so nice to him. He was just inspired almost. I think that's, he didn't use that word, but I would say that word because he was uh, introduced and been working here with us just a part of the day, kind of introduced to us uh, to begin with and doesn't matter what capacity, but he could sense that there's people not just lollygagging around, there's people on a task, they're intelligent and dedicated, they're not being whipped into motion, they're not reading the newspaper, you know, they're just working hard because we have a common goal. We have a common goal to make parts for our customers and we have a common goal to be profitable. We have a common goal to be efficient. And so, you know, when we inspire excellence in what we do, it's contagious. It, the neighbor next to you, if he's, if he's not working in a way that would be uh, pleasing necessarily to you, you know, you're probably getting yourself in trouble if you just go over there and talk to him about it and school him about it and criticizing about it. Could I suggest that maybe the way you could just handle that is just be extremely excellent in everything you're doing. And I would suggest that it's going to inspire him to maybe compete with you and be somewhat excellent with you. I mean, there's a downward spiral you could understand. I'm more lazy than you and you're lower, more lazy than me. Or I can steal more than you and you can steal more than me. Or I can be more inspirational and more fired up and more hardworking and more dedicated and more attentive to details or whatever you want to do. So let's start a spiral up. And when that happens, I'm convinced it really honors God. You know, I'm not a knocking it. I'm not a really door-to-door, -door, let's knock on every door in the neighborhood. I have nothing against that. I think that's wonderful. It doesn't fit me exactly that well, but I think I can be an absolute witness to God's goodness when I'm uh, conducting myself with excellence as a business owner. Guess what? The way I pay my bills, that's a reflection of the God I serve. The way I handle my customers, that's a reflection. The way I deal with my employees, the way I deal with my vendors, I mean everything I do, the way I handle myself in secret and in public, it's all there. It's not, it's not a, a paintbrush and, and it's not like I, I, I want to whitewash this, in some cases I'm this way, in some cases I'm another way. No, it's, and I'm not elevating myself as perfect. I mean, if you're around me, you'll know that I make mistakes real easily, but I'm pretty quick to ask for forgiveness. And, and, but the whole thing is honoring God and inspires people. Now, I want to talk just a little bit about your calling in the body of Christ. You might just call that your natural ability, and you know, a lot of things get that kind of credit. You say, hey, you're naturally skilled. Well, I'd say you're God-giving gifts. You know, so 
I would say in this idea of your calling of God, if you will strive and, and purpose to be the most excellent person in your calling of God, you will inspire the other parts of the body to be also excellent. Let me give an example. Many years ago I went with my son, and I'll just name the name. It was Phil Keggy. Phil Keggy is a wonderful guitarist. I'm a beginner. I've never practiced enough. I've never really worked. I could play, and I haven't even played the guitar for like 10 years, but at that time I was kind of strumming the guitar, and my son was with me, and we go hear a, a Phil Keggy concert. If you know who he is, he's a wonderful guitarist. And you know, I was so inspired by how excellent he could play the guitar. I was riding home with my son and I looked over and said, man, I think I'm gonna go home and practice. I could be that good. Well, you know what? I'm not that gifted. He's gifted in guitar. But you know, his inspiration inspired me to be better at what I'm good at. And I'm good in business. I like business. I love business. I wanna be better in business. So I'm, I am in the marketplace. I'm working hard, not like I'm sweating, I'm having a great time, but I'm focused on permeating the goodness of God through the marketplace, through the contacts that I have here in, in, in my place of business, in the marketplace. And that may be you, many other people watching this, that's you, so be excellent in that. That's the testimony. The testimony is that plus the verbalization at the right time. The ability to explain how God wants to work in a person's life. But it's a little bit hard if you haven't been excellent in the other things you're doing. If you made them mad or you, you were disgruntled all day. So let's be excellent. As a, a part of the body of Christ, I want to be excellent. I want to honor God because I'm called to the marketplace. I want to make pastors jealous in a good way that they're not in the marketplace with me. I want to make musicians jealous that they're not over here owning this business. That's their calling. I don't want them abandoning their calling, but I want them to look to me not because of who I am, because I am striving to be excellent. And you know what? When that happens, we're going to be a stronger body. Nothing worse than seeing a weightlifter that you know all they did was exercise their upper body. They have the biggest muscles, muscles just bulging on their shoulder, on their back, and they got chicken legs down here. They haven't worked on their legs. They've only worked on their upper body. And so we have a body, if we're not careful, that some parts of the body have been strengthened and strong and the other parts are chicken legs. I don't want to be a chicken leg. I want to be strong. I want you to be inspired and I think we can inspire other, others through excellence.